here's the thing. Um, it's this new bit I've been doing, but it's it started off as like just you know a thought, right? Mm-hmm. Where uh, <coughs> uh, Alexis's best friend like has a kid. It's like this like eight year old boy, uh, and like they came over uh, with her like boyfriend to like have we had like a dinner night, right? Uh-huh. And, like, I was like, oh, yeah, man, like, oh, there's a fucking kid here, which is weird because it's usually, like, when there's a kid hanging out, it's rarely related to me in any way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's usually, like, oh, I'm at a family function or, oh, I'm around, like, some older adults, like, that have children. But now I'm at the age where I am I'm turning 30, you know, yeah. soon. And so it's, like, I kind of am the older-ish adult mm-hmm. right in the room a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um which is a new experience for me, but like, so there are just fucking kids around. But this is the first time that there was like a kid around, like at my place. And I was just like, damn, man, like, I really don't know how to entertain this kid. Also, like, I don't have the most like child friendly house. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just a lot of like breakable shit around my house. Like, there's fucking porn on the walls and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, we I, I get home from work. They've already started cooking dinner. It was really lovely. We had this lovely evening. And uh, they'd bought a bunch of good wine to drink. So I start drinking wine. And um, this kid's just like sitting on the couch with like Alexis's big, cool, nice headphones on. And he's playing Doom, the new Doom video game, Doom Eternal on our PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have like the PlayStation 5 or whatever, right? And he's just fucking having a blast and sitting down there doing his thing. And so like we just hang out as adults have a nice time i go outside to smoke some weed for a second come back in it's all good and then like fucking you know we sit down and we eat dinner um and like I, by this point i'm getting a little sauced you mm-hmm. know I've, ha- I've had some wine they made some good steak i'm yeah. like fe- i had a little bit of weed but like i'm like all right cool like i'm f- fucking feeling more comfortable like in this situation right mm-hmm. and so eventually like you know this kid's wanting to play and do things and so it's just like yo man like you like legos and he was like yeah i was like all right like check this out and i go and i get our big bin of legos out and we had this giant fucking tub of legos that alexis has divided by color and size (laughs) and like piece type (laughs) and so it's just like if you want to free build it's like amazing and she even had like just to accumulate pieces she'd bought a bunch of like really small cheap like one to three dollar like little lego kits that you make like a tiny yeah, two inch like figure or like a yeah. crab or something like that yeah and so like this kid uh, i was like if you want to free build you have all those but we also have these little sets you can do anything that's in this box yeah so fuck kid, minecraft yeah. yeah so this kid like ocd legos yeah, laid ha- out for you <laughs> had a blast like fucking building legos while we finished dinner and then by the end of dinner, I'd switched to scotch and I was really feeling like okay. good. And but I was starting to wine f- before scotch. <laughs> Let's see how so, this rhyme is. <laughs> yeah. Go on with your story. <laughs> and so like I was like outside smoking a cigarette and like I was really feeling my like southern ladiness for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I like went back inside. I was like, I was like, what's this? What do I have that this kid hasn't like? fucking because like he's built built like one little set but you could tell he was getting a little restless and like wanting to do shit and so i was like what do i have that this kid can do that like you can't do elsewhere like what's gonna make this fucking like sick for him Mm -hmm. and so i was like i went over to his mom and i was like hey like 
do you mind if he plays with swords? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she was like, no, it's fine. I was like, all right, cool. So I was like, hey, man, like, have you ever used a sword before? He was like, no. I was like, all right, let me teach you how to use a sword. And so I like got like fucking, you know, how I got taught to use a gun, right? Yeah. Did that with like, you know, some swords and like let him like hold a sword and see what it felt like. And then I was like, would you want to stab some stuff? And he was like, yeah. And so I went and got this like big piece of like, cardboard that our tv came in that we still had in our garage Mm -hmm. and like propped it up against some chairs and i was like you can go stab at that Mm -hmm. you know taught him how to like stab and then be careful and put his foot in it and pull it out and shit like that i was sitting there smoking a cigarette and drinking scotch while he was doing it but then like the joke that i've been doing about this experience has been like man like this is the new trans agenda like this is the new gay agenda where it's like we're not trying you know people like you're trying to fuck kids it's like nah man can you imagine to, being that kid? trying to kid? teach them how to use weapons. No, I'm trying to teach them, like, show them, like, what a cool fucking life you can have if, if and have them associate that with being trans. You know, it's like, this uh, kid yeah. goes to, like, mm-hmm. school the next day. He's like, y'all, I don't know what they're doing, like, with this trans shit, but there's titties all over the walls. They had a PlayStation 5, as many shit, Legos as you can want. Organized. And then swords. <laughs> I got to beat shit up with swords. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing, but that's pretty fucking tight right. to me. This person is probably never going to be transphobic after that night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't transition themselves. <laughs> a few like, times, just for, yeah. for good measure. Just like, I got to <laughs> see. Maybe that's the key to getting all those things. Well, I'm glad that it was you know, wine before scotch kicking up a notch or whatever. Our two directions were <laughs> notch and crotch. So this went pretty well. Um, that's funny because I also gave a, a 10-year-old some fencing swords recently. Really? Um, yeah. Because I had them in the back <laughs> of my trunk forever. I don't even know. Someone gave them to me. Just I made bitches Katie, giving children swords. <laughs> yeah. I made my ex-wife, Katie, just like keep them with me for a year. And then finally, and I one of the things I got in the divorce, I was just like, you're taking these swords. <laughs> anyway, but so now I give them to a kid who started getting interested in fencing. So that's fun. I don't know, but this is the new gay agenda. Mm-hmm. Just be cool. This is the new trans. Well, just it's just like on stage. It's like, yeah, I don't yeah, have kids because I'm gay and cool, and I like disposable income and having orgies whenever. So I So maybe want. that's what we're converting them to. Yeah, it's not about what the gender stuff. It's just about like, hey, if you don't have kids, you could leave. You could lead a pretty cool yeah. life. Yeah. I'm also just saying being gay is more fun than being straight. Yeah, there. That's just a fact. Uh-huh. Like I've. I don't know. I feel like I spent a lot of time around a lot of straight people and yeah. a lot of gay people. And you know who seems to be having more fun on mm. the whole? Mm-hmm. It's the gay people. Yeah. And that includes like trans people and straight relationships. Not as fun. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it was like, a, I just think it's a really good idea where it's like, hey, like you want to like, 
you know, I just like the idea that there is some sort of like agenda to try and convert children, Mm -hmm. but it's always through these like fucking stupid and like implausible insidious means like they're trying to get into our schools and affect our child's minds. What you're saying is what you did is better than CRT. Yeah. (laughs) It's a better idea. (laughs) Well, it's just like what I'm doing works. Like if Mm -hmm. you want to like make kids like actually try and like convince kids that being trans is cool. You got to like give them cool examples of trans people that aren't yeah. just people like in fucking movies and TV shows. Like just just like some bitch like giving you a sword and letting you beat the shit out of a box. That kid's yeah. going to remember that for a long fucking time. Like that's yeah. like the cool moments that like you can build what off kinds of. kinds of swords do you have? Um, so well that so there's a few. One that one's not mine. That's like a sword from lord of the rings that's like a wraith sword mm-hmm. um that's like a rapier that i bought in spain cool um and then i have like a larger like long sword like ceremonial sword that i also well, what, bought in spain. what was he slashing around with he played around with the rapier and the long sword lord. but the long sword is a little too big for him so he really the likes the rapier so cute anyway it's adorable yeah and it, it was, was one of my favorite swords as a child so Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course it was your favorite sword it has rape in it <laughs> i think it's because it's kind of like an androgynous cute little piratey you know well, yeah yeah it's the most androgynous little sword plus it's, it's so? one well it's also one that a female could wield <laughs> see i think the most androgynous sword is like female. uh is like a classic kind of short sword yeah like you know I like, like that too. has like the little circular anything handle miniature in some way was yeah scaled if a hobbit could use it, then... Yeah, then so could some little <laughs> elf-like lesbian, whatever my character would be. Mm-hmm. Some fey person? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I when I would play D&D of, or whatever kind, like, I was always wanting to be some, like, an elf. I mean, a boy, but it, in my mind, but still it would be, like, kind of a lighter person. You know yeah. what I mean? That's kind of my gendery expression, my, like, my where I like to be is in that kind of, like, weak boy Kind of place. <laughs> so I identify as soft boy. Yeah. Soy boy. Yeah, basically. Very soy boy. Very soy boy. Mm-hmm. But like a aware soy boy. Yeah. 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 I like so, that. So that's that kind of, yeah, rapier short sword definitely was what I was attracted to the most as a child. Um, although I mean, every now and then I would play like a big hulking, um, you know, warrior type. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing that's so common that I even, you know, you see it like memed about a bunch or whatever, where it's just like early like trans or like queer gender playing experiences like, Mm -hmm. oh, role playing games is just like a fucking fun territory where it's like, I just like playing as a girl, just not because I am one. It's just fun. Yeah. You have to mix it up, whatever. But yeah, I suppose. (laughs) But but yeah, no, I mean, nine times out of 10, I would be a dude character in video games and like D&D and stuff. But it's but that other time that one time out of 10, it always felt like this novel thing like you know what i will play as a girl <laughs> you know what i mean it's like uh this would be, you know what would be cute i should do a girl <laughs> let's mix it up with, uh, yeah so um i was always just i always made myself like if it was a group setting because mm-hmm. i couldn't play as a girl like uh oh, like, yeah. like publicly so like I that was only like on my own like if I'm playing video games or computer oh, yeah. stuff but like in group settings I was usually like the faggiest looking boy mm-hmm. you know where it's like okay sure yeah. sure sure you're very slim and sleek and you uh-huh. like sneaking around <laughs> it's like did you ever hide from your parents or anyone else like at all like worry that they would see that your video game characters were always chicks no 
I mean, they never paid that much attention. Yeah, you didn't really have to hide it. Also, it's like, you know, there weren't that many options back then, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the ones, the, especially video game-wise, that Lots you Lots of got people to wanted play. to be Princess Peach, you know? That yeah. She's just a better character in a lot of ways for those video games. So, those, like... There was one yeah. game on the GameCube called Piano 3. Um, piano 3? And no, it's like P-N-O-3, oh, but it sounds like Piano 3, I think. It, mm-hmm. it, I vaguely remember, I just found a copy of it and bought it so I can replay it, actually. But I remember getting a lot of badass uh, gender feels from it, just like being this like hot bitch that shot lasers, where it's like, wow, this is what I want to play as, right? But really, mm-hmm. there weren't... You know, if you, especially since when I was growing up, it was all about online gaming. So it's like you're playing like Halo and Call of Duty and like, you know, mm-hmm. you're not playing as a bitch in those. <laughs> I think, you know, I've thought about like trying to systematize gender in some way, like get people 12 options or whatever, you know, and, and diagnose people or whatever. But I, mean, I think if you just take like one of the earlier, maybe nowadays we actually do need the more modern um, Super Smash Brothers. But I think if you take the Super Smash Brothers and like who people like gravitate to wanting to be, yeah. you could figure out their gender pretty, <laughs> pretty <laughs> simply. Only only if they don't actually play Super Smash Brothers. Well, yeah, I mean, once, not when you get to the point where the pe- you're being strategic about which, you know, whatever you want, uh, qualities. I mean, it works really great for me because I want to be Link anyway. <laughs> he is the easiest one to win with, in my opinion. Um, really? I think Pikachu is the easiest one. Like, if you just have no natural skill. Well, maybe if you have no around. natural skill. Like, yeah. Well, now we're putting too many variables in this. But yeah, just like, who do you gravitate to? But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to ask if you like fucked around right. with Smash. You know what? You know, fun fact on the subject of Super Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. Turned 20 years old the other day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, Isn't that fucking crazy? I don't want to think about how old that makes me. So I know, but it's just like looking at like this, like so there's, I have like a bunch of Nintendo consoles Because there was a Super here. Nintendo one, right? Uh, no, there was the Maybe N64. Not. Okay. Was yeah. The N64 first was the first one. Yeah. And that then. That upsetting. I don't like it. Oh, I love it. GameCube is the best. But yeah. I mean, isn't it crazy? Like that video games have been around that long. Also just for the listeners in our, my little office slash recording studio, we have our Nintendo like video game console. So we have like a Super Nintendo and a 64, a GameCube and a Switch. No and, Wii though, which I appreciate. We have a Wii. It's just in the attic. Yeah, it's where it belongs. <laughs> it's like we just don't fucking play. Like we had it set up for a while, but it was just taking up space. And at the end of the day, it's like, man, like I really don't if ever sit down to play it. I like, like I'll bust control. it out. It doesn't work well enough. That technology just slightly misses the mark. And yeah. so I'd rather just have the controller. There's a few fun things to go back and revisit. Like if you're everybody's fucked up, like if you all want to take a little bit of mushrooms and play Wii sports, it's a It's hoot. not a bad time. But yeah. I, I think the, the Wii holodeck will probably be the best. <laughs> or the Nintendo holodeck mm-hmm. but their their technology of the moving around no yeah. one's really nailed that yeah and we even have like a wii u somewhere mm-hmm. but again not the wii u <laughs> yeah good times video games but it's crazy that it? they've been around for that long Super and Smash that we've been like different. identifying ourselves through them that entire time you mm-hmm. know that's kind of a, like a uniquely modern thing like i guess you know people have been doing role-playing shit and like you know acting and doing improv like i just happen to really always like making my characters girls Mm -hmm. shit like that could happen but like virtual role playing is like a thing and that i don't know really only our generation has had for so long right Mm -hmm. like it's kind of crazy i was also just thinking about like the gender choice of maybe mario 2 super mario 2 
where you get to choose between being Peach, Mario, Luigi, and Toadstool sometimes, if uh, I remember correctly. Yeah. I don't think there's any that. Oh, and Bowser. Anyway, I'm just like adding in different combinations and just realizing, like, if it's between those four, then I'm Toadstool. <laughs> you know? I feel yeah, like you're Princess Peach. Yeah, you've got Toadstool vibe. I'm to- <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm a little boy. <laughs> a little boy who's a I'm girl. I'm a weak boy. <laughs> yeah. Man, you and Christina Pera should do a, like oh, yeah, a two-person, two-person, like, yeah, like, <laughs> character thing. Like, I'm a weak boy. I'm a weak <laughs> woman. <laughs> I don't know, like, where to use this line, but at some point in my stand-up, I really just want to be like, trans women are women. Trans men are boys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, no, I mean I don't know. The, the 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 some of them some of them grow up to be men. But that that's so true. But that's true of trans women as well. Where yeah. it's like, for a while you're a trans girl, and then there's a moment where it's like, all right, now you're a trans woman. Maybe we should incorporate that into the way that we do this. Where it's like, for the first I don't know how many years should we put on this? Three. Four, yeah, I'm thinking like a full full puberty amount of you know kind of. Yeah, I don't know, 13 to 17 versus 12 to... Yeah, but you got to think that it's an accelerated timeline because mentally people are already adults. So Depends on when you transition some of these. That's true. Early. But yeah, something like that. I'm just saying, yeah, maybe for... I I think the first four years is a good amount. College, whatever you want to think of it as. Um, and then you're a trans girl, trans boy, and then you get to graduate to being a trans man or woman. <laughs> that could be a little ceremony. Or else America. Yeah. Well, if I were ruling the country or the world or whatever i would incorporate yeah um coming of age ceremonies for everyone and then if you transition you do it maybe again if not if you're not doing it at the original time you know yeah we need coming of age ceremonies well i'm trying to I, I, I see if we can make a bit out of this i just have realized like I really am at my sexual peak and it's confusing to figure out how things work because you're always figuring out your cycle from the time you're young and you're realizing how that, you know, it took, takes so long, but then you also change over a lifetime. And so now I'm realizing like, dude, when I'm ovulating, it's fucking crazy. It's, you know how you have hidden ovulation as a human? It's not, it's not that hidden in your thirties. Like, yeah. especially from, it's like we have hidden ovulation even from ourselves as humans, but it's like, Okay, I am very aware. My dreams become completely sexual. And I was at the point the other day where I was looking around me like, I don't, I like, there was a shorter list because we live with a lot of people. There's a shorter list of who I wasn't considering fucking (laughs) or having them fuck me anyway. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going through a radical. It feels so, I guess it's just a topic I think is interesting. Like, it feels so horrible not to get fucked when I'm ovulating. Really? It feels like I am wasting my life. It feels life. like something is wrong. I am supposed to be getting, getting fucked, getting, you know, bread or whatever. You know, I'm supposed to be making a baby. Yeah. And that, like, That's if I'm hot. not, it's, it, it's like, if I'm not, then I am what kind of like fucking loser who's going to die childless am i you know what i mean like you, yeah. it's it's like the biological imperative is beyond crazy and i know it doesn't like i can fuck i can have a woman fuck me but it's just the feeling of getting fucked that i have to have yeah. or like it is not, i am not okay and i've realized that like 
there have been like months of this where I'm not having sex while I'm ovulating and that it has like, it's like not getting enough sleep or something or I'm just a fucking sim person with meters. That makes a lot of sense. That comparison makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. And how I've been like constantly sleep deprived or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I live on a polygon. I can get fucked if I need to. But there were some like dynamics playing out this time where it was kind of like, should we or shouldn't we? Like I had just made a rule with a woman where I'm like, um, I think we should just not have sex for like the next couple of months. <laughs> Two days later, I come back and I'm like cuddling with her in bed in the morning, and, I, and we were talking about our feelings. And she's like, "Yeah, I can see this," and I, but maybe. And I was like, "Yeah, like for me, it's like on the one hand, I know we just said that we should not, and it could be dangerous for these reasons, it could get complicated. But on the other hand, I want you to fuck me right now." <laughs> <laughs> anyway so it was like a whole day of it and we did fuck um like that night and like the next morning and stuff and it was uh and then we even kind of had like a little bit of a quasi threesome where another woman was there like just um i'm very loud like i really like being very loud but there are a lot of children yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh and at the time there was no door handle still the girl has now installed one in there. But anyway, oh, but so like the other woman's like, oh, like holding her hand over my mouth and keeping me quiet. And that was hot. And then they were like, anyway, so That's it's nice. I was having hot. some great, shit. some great uh, action from that. But I'm like, yeah, it's just really like a neat. And I feel weird about that because I don't want to like be telling a sex partner, like, this isn't about you. It's just about this. Neat. And, you know, it's like not, you know, I'm also attracted to women I'm having sex with and I've been fantasizing about her like from the night before and just like can't stop. And then it's so hot. I love that. Like I love being that horny, but then it's so much better when you can go through, even though like she's like teasing me throughout the day and then uh, whatever, but like, but knowing, but, and then getting this actual satisfaction. I mean, it's so good, but yeah, now I've just had this realization that I'm like, okay, this is going to happen every month and you can't don't think like oh it's fine if i don't i'll just cry and it'll be fine i'm like no, no i'm not a, doing this anymore it's now a need i am going to be having sex every time i'm ovulating that's just what it is i mean have you thought about like going down that rabbit hole and like just leaning into the breeding side of it like I mean, like, like you need to get fucked, about it, but like yeah, or like, like fucking role playing it and fetishizing oh. it, where it's like, you know, if you have like two women there that like want to fuck you, it's uh-huh. like if they know that that's the thing you want while you're ovulating, it's like all right, we got to tie Ariel to the breeding post and uh-huh. like fuck the shit out of Ariel. That way we know, you know. Yeah, I could bring it up. I mean, you know, yeah, they're, they're kinky I mean, people. That's it's fine. like, yeah. Oh, so there's, there was a moment though, because it was like you know one of the one of the milfs, and so like there was a way that she said "say please" that was so mom like, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's so good." I mean, look, you can just wrap all of these things mm-hmm. together into little like yeah, I don't know, mom's gonna layered nougaty mm-hmm. treats. Yeah, yeah, that uh, was pretty good, and she does have a great dildo. It's like it's like the perfect size yeah she's found that like magic yeah. size and it's one of those where it's kind of the perfect size for like most vaginas you know what i mean or like a lot of it like the yeah yeah so that's great oh someone was just asking me for a friend like about advice that like clothing advice that i not sure I can give them myself, so I was gonna maybe put it out to the listener. Okay, it's just it's like a a, a dude chick who uh, like one of me who is five two and wants dude clothes, 
And I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, if you go with my like androgynous look, you can get black skinny jeans. And then even if the extra small men's shirts are kind of still too big, it'll look good in that kind of way where but again you have to i don't know if this person really is going for full androgyny or if they'd like to be definitively masculine i mean i don't know my i think my look would still work but i don't know if they're as skinny as they would need to be or not they're just wondering where to find dude clothes but so they've been shopping. that's the thing they've been shopping in boys sections and i think they're getting dissatisfied with that so it's like are there places that make for a short Cause it's you know the clothes that, yeah I mean basically extra I mean here's small shirt. no like what you have to do I mean if you're a dude that's five two and like I mean it also depends on like how husky they are or like mm-hmm. are they like super slim or fucking like right well, that's what I'm wondering because like if you're super part. slim it gets more difficult if yeah. you're a little shorter and huskier it's still possible because like your number one solution is going to be like fucking buy pants and have them tailored. Like, find pants that fit you, yeah. and then just, like, you know, most places, like, you know, you can find friends that have theater experience or whatever the fuck, and, like, you can find someone that can, like, cut that pant leg off and rehem it at an appropriate length. Mm-hmm. And it's going to save you a lot of fucking time trying to find fashionable jeans that, that are, are cut to your body. And stuff, yeah. Yeah, like, just fucking find pants and then, or fucking cuff them. It might look dumb as shit, but like until you get them you tailored, can make good you can, cuff. yeah, yeah, you can work a cuff into your like. So like I would say like don't chase that perfect fit of jean. Just like compromise on the length for now, and then like get that shit fixed as you move down the road, right? Yeah, and then also like you know, I don't know where they are in the country, but fucking like thrift stores and goodwills, man. Like fucking just go, yeah, spend and try a lot of stuff a- on. Spend hours digging and hours trying shit on, and like. Because I don't know what style you're going for. And I bet you don't really know either. So, like, fucking put a bunch of shit on your body and figure that out, you know? Yeah. Like, and, like, that's the the thing about, like, going to, like, a Goodwill or something is that there is no consistent sizing. So it's all about just your eye and what you see. And so it frees you up from, like, the confines and, like, directionality of, like, a lot of clothing stores where you're, like led to things and like there's either a thing that works or it doesn't it lets you be a little bit more free with like well maybe i should try this maybe i should try that rather than just being presented with these options right at the same time if you want specific sizes which this person's going to want uh, very small sizes it can be hard it's very hit or miss whether you're going to find anything cute at all in uh, i mean even in small so i can i you know i've looked before so like in terms of extra small in terms of jacket i mean there's a lot of things where they're just not going to be also just in general if you're small yeah you'd fucking probably know this by now you don't have a lot of like those sizes sell so fucking quickly or they just don't make that many but yeah but so that's what i'm wondering maybe for the listener especially if there are online or you know like national retailers that have a particularly good like extra small or extra extra small thing or things you know that you've just found brands that work for five two types of people um yeah just like let me know on instagram at ellen degenderless uh so i can spread that on to my short little dude boy chick whatever you know she's she her right now but my friend's like i think she might be you know being a trans boy Uh like okay whatever i don't care it's a dude chick um, and we all want to wear the same clothes no matter what we do. It's- I like dude chicks as long as I'm on a, I guess I need to go on a little kick of just being like, I'm going to try and convert Hurley lesbians to being like just fashionable dude chicks. Yeah. Like we need to leave the Hurley lesbian thing behind. Mm-hmm. It needs to stay in the 2000s. Yeah. 
it's we need, absurd we that it's still happening in like 2021 it's like come on y'all yeah i don't care how you identify i realize you grew up in florida but like right. we can grow beyond it you're not living there anymore let's for sure, <laughs> for sure. word hey 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 all right we're back Seem like Dude, every time hmm? every time we let the cat in, it's bad. I like I, I tried it. to trust her one time, mm-hmm. and she got fucking caught like a fucking snare, like on it. I did enjoy petting her. It's, yeah, it's I guess you want some, you lose some. Okay, gender wiki. Yeah, run you. Oh, you. Yeah, there's only three. That's good. <laughs> Ubermensch is a gender to I somebody. Mean, oh dear. Yeah, I mean this has to be fake but ubermensch meaning beyond man superman or superhuman originated as a concept in the philosophy of frederick nietzsche ubermenschen are a species that is superior to humanity and they can identify as any gender in a world absent of a god where there is no object where there's no objective morality or purpose to life the ubermensch will act as its own god and assign its own morals and values Okay, I don't see why that's in gender wiki. This is somebody fucking around. A hundred percent, this is someone fucking around. Uh, I mean, I guess they're saying, like, I'm beyond you people's gender as I am a god, which is like, yeah, uh, agreed. Um, So, but it just doesn't feel like it's really a gender. Yeah. This one feels a little more real. Ulti gender. U-L-T-I gender. So if do we say if people want to hear it? Oh yeah. <coughs> well, I don't know. The, yeah, I mean, if you want to hear more, go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/genderfluids, where you can hear us read the rest of the genders in the letter U, and also uh, maybe another letter or two because there's only mm-hmm. two of these, and I kind of want to read some. Yeah, we might do V. We could, do, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll see. Anywho, check it out. Um, yeah, so ulti gender. I like the flag of ulti gender. It's kind of cute. Um, Ultigender is a pocket gender with an estimated 50 to 100 members. And it's like source? Yeah, how do you know? Identifying as part of this community. Uh, although this is gen- uh, all this gender is not officially recognized by the LGBT community. What the fuck? Just tell me what it None is. None of them are officially recognized yeah. by LGBT. We haven't voted yet. Yeah. When are we going to get together? <laughs> um, we need to have our gay agenda meetings. Wait, so I'm I don't know. Uh usage in history. What history back to twenty nineteen or what? Ulta gender? I didn't even I haven't heard a word you said. What does it mean? They haven't really gotten to it okay, yet. Then maybe There's like all these words. weird disclaimers. Okay. About, like yeah. I'm trying to get, get past like they're going deep into the legalese, like ulti gender, not to be mistaken for pan gender, wholly okay. represents all genders, including yet Undiscovered genders as well. There well, it we've is. We've said that okay. before. As I well as spiritual already... and cultural genders, such as two spirit. Oh, okay. And Hell yeah. This state of intergender, although difficult to comprehend, is often explained in terms of the universe, whereby the known genders make up the ob- observable universe, while those undiscovered holistically make the entire universe. Yeah, I think I'm multigender. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to read that one more time I since that. I was high. So, not pan gender represents all 
holy represents. I think the holy is key here. All genders, including yet undiscovered genders, as well as spiritual and cultural genders, such as two-spirit and hedra. Well, yeah, this state of intergender, although difficult to comprehend, is often explained in terms of the universe, whereby the known genders make up the observable universe, while those undiscovered holistically make up the entire universe. Yeah, so it's like if you're imagining it in some sort of like pie chart way, I guess. Like mm-hmm. you'd be like, okay. Uh, yeah, I vibe with that. Oh, this one has a category called gross misuse. I love it. Whilst this gender has existed before and since the beginning of LGBT pluses pioneering for freedom, ultigender has been scarcely used. One known misuse of this word in an attempt at a, quote, meme in parentheses on a forum has been found, although it doesn't represent the gender uh, gross misuse. People often think that ultigender's true purpose is to give all people lost and found a place in the world. Although, in thinking this, they are grossly wrong. Hmm. Uh, the proper use is below. Proper okay. use. Ultigender's true purpose was used in the following forum. Oh, okay. there's a link to a forum. Okay. <laughs> it's just a little rabbit hole here. I am curious, though, because this seems so elaborate. It took us to a crunchy roll forum. Can you just search for the word inter, ultigender? I like the intergender concept. I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, I mean, that's probably how I feel. Um, feel. It leads to a quote that says, I am neither and both. I am a new breed of superhumans. And as such, I reserve the gender, ultigender and ultisexual. It's almost like they're teaming up with the Ubermensch people. Yeah. All right. Well, that the you will bring that out in more, you know, in concepts. Ulta, Uber. It just <sighs> something about the letter U. Hmm. Yeah, it brings out like unfortunately pretentious people. Yeah, there's kind of a supremacist mm-hmm. thing. But it, it, if you're like we're all one about it, then it's like, yeah, we're all ultigender ultimately. But not everybody's consciousness is on that wavelength yet. I don't know. I don't think of it as the chosen people. It's just everyone, whether they know it or not or yet. Yeah. Uh, in the comments, what most people seem to have a uh, problem with is the fact that like this gender uh, includes, like specifically says it includes all genders, including cultural the genders. The cultural ones, yeah. So it's like... That's the only difference between it and some other ones we've read because they're just being like, no, we're also all of them. Yeah. Like. You can't just be like, no, you're not allowed to identify with something. Like, no, it's everything. This to me just like reads as somebody who's done too many research chemicals. They got a little too much into oneness. Yeah. And it's just (laughs) like. The flag's pretty good though. Yeah. It's it's different, but still it's not not like too complicated. All right. Pleasing 80s colors or whatever that is. Ungender. Oh, good. This would be another good one. This one says uh, this page is not is is about a gender not yet accepted by the trans community. It's are specific they, to how trans. many of them are accepted by the trans yeah. community? What? Yeah, where is that vote? They asked three friends or whatever. Like, you have, okay, let's hear it. Ungender is a gender identity characterized by not only feeling genderless but also feeling as if your gender is the polar opposite of gender in general. 
The feeling does not mm. specify what gender it is opposite, such as male being the opposite of a female, but instead it is opposite of gender in general. Ungender people cannot explain what it feels like. They just know that their gender is the exact polar opposite of gender in general. What is that? Okay, the opposite of the concept of gender. What? Okay, is this like with <laughs> wine where it's like dry and and sweet are opposites or whatever yeah you know what i mean i mean like like what, what how do you do the opposite of gender what the concept yeah i'm just like ungender i can't explain it but like, like i can feel it yeah but it's like un it's like there <laughs> i just think yeah okay Oh my God! Ungender people may experience gender dysphoria as as they feel that one must have a gender. However, the ones that are aware of the truth about their genders usually become calm and okay with themselves. That kind of also sounds like me, though. So I'm not sure. They since they refuse to explain what they're even really saying, then it leaves me room to be like, that could be me too. <laughs> it's like part. Of, it's like part of it that you can't actually explain what it's like. Yeah. So don't even ask us what we're actually trying to fucking say. <laughs> Okay, but also it leads us defenseless to say that you're not a gender because like yeah. it's ineffable. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we could all be ungendered, and we probably are. I think we're all ubermenches. We're all ultragenders, and we're all ungenders if we want to be. Uh, ungender are not con- to be confused with agender people, as agender people only feel gender less. Mm-hmm. This is unlike ungender people. Who feel the as opposite. if their gender is the exact opposite of a gender. Ungender people have described the feeling as, quote, hard to explain <laughs> and, quote, weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, once again, we've discovered the age of the authors a little bit. Yo, yeah. Someone got very, uh, Prism 55 okay. writes, uh, got upset at this and says ungender is not anti-gender ungender is not the opposite of a certain gender is the opposite of gender in general the nickname anti-gender simply conflicts with the actual one ungender is different hell yeah oh and they changed it apparently ungenders versus anti-genders let's have that sports competition (laughs) (laughs) how many v's are there yo the v's look cool as shit Okay. We we can just save them. It's fine. But it's vague gender, vapo gender, venu fluid, varin gender, vosi gender, and vos gender. And they all have flags. They all have flags except for vague gender, which it makes sense that it doesn't have a flag. Like, why would you? It'd be too specific. (laughs) It's a really elaborate flag. Uh, do we want to do a fetish? Yeah. Do we have one? Um, I mean, <laughs> I just find our old ideas that we haven't done yet that we need to write all non-binary. Guess who? But also, we need to make a gender called pseudo etc. Gender. <laughs> 
<laughs> one of those hysterical genders. You know, we need to make DID and D someone with multiple personality or dissociative identity yeah. or whatever. That's uh, where other all or most of them are playing are just the same person playing D&D Dungeons by themselves. and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> you play both dungeons. It's so lucky to have if you have really good multiple personalities. Or it's so lucky if you could like yeah play D and D. If you could play chess by yourself, that's when I'll believe you have multiple personalities. Yeah. Or you play chess against yourself for real. Oh anyway. man. Um a fetish. A fetish. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've jerked off to anything new recently, but I don't think I have. What is um, what have people told me about? I mean, okay, here's I don't know if we've done this as a fetish before, actually. It's something I'm super into. Um, but like just glory holes in mm-hmm. general. Oh yeah. Like this kind of, I don't know, this makes me, reminds me of like the breeding stuff we've been talking about too in a little bit, but it's like, I'm super into glory holes and like, um, that you both like give like blowjobs and things through or mm-hmm. that you get fucked through. Yeah. I think it's more interesting when you're getting fucked even. It's kind of funny to think about like a stupid little penis coming through a hole. <laughs> like, <for> a <laughs> Can you please suck me? I always like, like, even as a as a little (laughs) child when I was masturbating about like this, because to me it's very similar. Where like you know I would have like a person in town who gets in the stockades, and like anyone in town can do whatever they want to them. Sometimes I would have you like tied up on the ground for different angles, Um, but. Yeah, so it's kind of glory hole like where even even if it's not as much anonymity as a real glory hole, it's still this kind of thing where like anyone can, can just come up and do something and to, to that. Yeah. yeah, and you're just gonna you're just gonna take it. But um, I also was like, but the angle of how this is really gonna work if so, you know, like at a glory hole, like fucking through a glory hole seems pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah, I mean, depending on the size of the hole and like the angle, I mean, you have to get it right. Like there is an art in glory right hole height, construction, right? Like, to be able to get fucked through it, but preserve, like, pseudo-anonymity, like, you know, in a way. Yeah. But my favorite one, and I'm sure I'll say this and then someone will be like, oh, you should look into them. They've actually done a lot of really fucked up stuff. Because, like, okay. the, when you see these videos, it's like, there's it just feels like <laughs> something unkosher probably goes on surrounding the production of these. Okay. <laughs> but it's super hot. It's uh, uh, this incredibly popular internet series called Czech Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Which you would hate because of the accents, but yeah. like, oh, are they? They're Czech. Yeah, but it's okay. not, you. They're not always talking, so like, it's a lot of just moaning. So yeah. the, the idea they, they even moan in the accents. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very Eastern European sounding moans. Yeah, I don't care for it. <laughs> but like the way it is, is like this like cabin looking place that's like all of these women are like in these uh are have like it's like uh they're a wall that has whole large holes cut in them and they're laying down on a bed kind of like that Mm -hmm. and like the hole just comes down around their waist so it's just their waist and their legs coming out the other side and their legs are like hooked onto the wall and there's like a picture of what their face looks like right there like taped there but they're like but they're, <laughs> a, I love that yeah. there's a, that actually is very sweet you want to see their face yeah. Yeah. yeah but you can't see them but you can only he, like you can reach through the hole like touch their titties if you oh. want I guess but you can't see their face and like their back you know like waist like All lower this, this is just so that a woman can get fucked with and she doesn't have to know how ugly the man is 
That's nice. Like, yeah. for her, that's all that she's getting. I think from that's this. what I think about it, where it's like, that's fucking awesome because half the time, I don't want to see what you Your look like. I just want the idea face. that I'm being yeah. used is really what I'm going for. Yeah. So he, that way, the guy gets to see the pretty girl face, but the pretty girl doesn't have to see the stupid, ugly man yeah, face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of a win win. Also, funny. you know what I love about this one, too, is like, not only do they have a, you know, they have two girls usually like on their backs, they have one girl that's like, doing it through a different hole that's like doggy style position. Mm-hmm. But then there's one who's on her back, but she's like at face level. It's for if you just want to go down on a girl or like finger mm-hmm. somebody, right? Yeah. Which is, I think, the best, like yeah. most considered. It's like, hey, do you just want to like eat some pussy? Like we yeah. have that option too. Yeah. Like that's fucking well, who great. Who doesn't want to eat some pussy? And then there's like two holes for like getting blowjobs or getting fucked through like, which is normal uh-huh. or whatever. But like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. I was, but uh, yeah, like that just seems super hot to me. Like the idea of, I don't know. I always like a little bit of anonymity. God, I'm so high. <laughs> See anonymity. <laughs> um, just I don't know. It makes it a, a little sexier. Like uh-huh. back when I was like, uh, you know, a fucking kid jerking off for adults on webcams like mm-hmm. i always liked it when there was nobody no pic it was just see, it was yeah. just straight black like i yeah. don't want to see what you look like i just want it to be like a black square that's telling me what to do with myself like would that's be, hot what did you would you like it if like the person watching you was actually attractive because i feel like very few of them are going to be so it's like i'm like is, no, is nothing I mean, better than cute or is nothing just better than ugly no nothing is better than anything uh-huh. in a lot of ways right I mean, it would be cool if, like, afterwards, I they we like had a moment. and They were like, "Here's what I look like." I'm like, "Oh shit, and you're hot!" hot. Yeah, because then like, I get okay, to that's go the back. Perfect and, way. Then I get to go back and fill it in. Yeah, in my head, right. <laughs> but like, I don't want to have to watch them. Well, like, just like, for self consciousness reasons too, right? Yeah, because then it's like then you know it breaks me out of like whatever space I'm in yeah. because it's like I just want to be doing this for you, but now I'm paying attention to you yeah. and I'm like getting off on it myself. And like right. when Zoom calls, sometimes you're like, whose face do I even want to be looking at? right now yeah, yeah i would rather just be blank that's why I like yeah like phone calls more than like zoom meetings right like yeah. conference calls way mm-hmm. better for me yeah that's interesting um yeah i like that but yeah glory holes i also love that glory we haven't talked about glory holes yet because like this is like the first year where like uh you know a lot several nations like health departments started recommending glory holes yeah right like at the peak of the pandemic they were like the safest way you could have sex is with a wall between you guys (laughs) just do genital stuff no kissing yeah my dream don't kiss just fucking keep it in the butt just anal through a hole (laughs) the cdc comes out and recommends uh, you know that's great They should have recommended trying to suck your own dick, too, while they were at it instead of getting on Joe Rogan for it. That's also COVID safe. (laughs) Suck your own dick. Well, there are like uh, I think there has been like a resurgence of glory holes, Mm -hmm. you know, and hopefully chat roulette. You'd think that would have come back more during the pandemic. Why didn't they capitalize on the situation? Um, I don't know. I think they blew their whole business model a while ago. (laughs) Well, it's like chat roulette is the is the glory hole of the Internet. But. Kinda. They didn't. They didn't yeah. keep make it work. Yeah. Man, uh, now I really am. Now I'm fucking horny and want to go to a glory hole. <laughs> I was like, Yo, do they have month? a glory hole website or something? Where you probably. Can, I mean, there's someone probably gave me one once where it was like every kind of gay dude hookup site type of thing. Yeah, I mean, there are like websites that like list cruising spots and yeah. like there's like list of like where some glory holes are and it's also I but mean they're like complicated URLs that you have to know because otherwise 
No. At least that was the one I oh, was given. Yeah. Keep the cops off their backs or whatever. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I've been feeling pretty gay boy recently. Mm-hmm. I know it's been weird. Like, I was on grind. I got that redownloaded grinder last night. Uh-huh. Super hot. Just like jerked off on the couch, like sending pics to this hot dude. Yeah, I, d- I deleted Tinder, but I do keep Grinder on. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. And it's also the same way women sometimes were like, yeah, well, I like being in New York and getting catcalled some days, you know? Like, yeah, feels, like I'm like, Grinder is so good. Just men are just like, I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. I'm like, oh, okay. And I, I barely have a picture on there, you know? They're just, yeah. It's just pleasing. Yo, let me show you this dude real quick. Also, I have a friend who is, it, you know, like, just like a dude but he um has been taking testosterone for funsies and whatnot and i got his first chest hair (laughs) he's he's like masculine but also in certain ways he just isn't as testosterone-y and cute can i read your conversation no you'll see me naked but that's fine it's whatever see anything Cute. Yeah, definitely gonna try and yeah he's probably gonna. He has a big old dick. But yeah, so my friend's been taking and testosterone. Nice and I've told him before, like, hey, you know, it's something that happens. First of all, gay men have higher testosterone, actually, on average, at least according to some study, um, than straight men. And like these trans dudes oftentimes go gay as they start taking testosterone. So, you know, watch out. And he did tell me the other night, cause he's been taking the testosterone for some months now. He's like, I'm starting to have some, like, understanding of gay feelings you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh look yeah but i saw this thing i think i might have posted it the other day but it's like but it was it was like the green eminem who is like canonically trans but it's like uh i'm like if a woman was a twink <laughs> that's what i call myself a lesbian twink yeah. uh would you ever use a glory hole in a, like some lesbian situation, like a yeah. all lesbian I mean, glory like, hole. Like, I mean, you want to get fucked? If you're ovulating and you're like, "Yo, let's go to this hole," and like somebody will just like fuck you through it. Yeah, I guess if there was a um, if there was a situation where they got the angles right and stuff. Uh, yeah, I do like the idea of the like face thing where I don't necessarily have to see their face. If it's just going to be some, you know older dyke who I wouldn't normally fuck whatever yeah I could see that being useful yeah Yeah. even if the angle wasn't right you know you have your like poly people with you on your side and they're like making you do it you're like I know it's not the best but you have to do this like this is what you need right now and they like I feel like if I had my poly people I would just have sex with them I know I'm just saying in this situation okay Okay. I don't know Uh, anyway point is there's probably a situation in which I would be like, oh, there's a lesbian glory hole over here? Sure. I mean, I feel like that'd be a fun thing to do at a party. Like if you were having uh-huh. like a hosting like a sex party or something, it's to like to mm-hmm. construct a little glory hole. So like if somebody wanted, you could just kind of like go back there and people could come by and like do whatever they wanted with you. That way you're within a controlled like, you know, fucking like group of people, but it still has the feeling of like who actually is fucking me, you know? Yeah. Do, do, do. Sorry, writing them down an idea. You're fine. <laughs> uh, we got the yurt constructed all the way. Yeah, that looks super cool. Yeah, now we're just like kind of making, putting some trim on it and decorating. But we had a dance party, and we have a someone on the property is a DJ, and so he had like this speaker system that he uses at churches. Um, I think it is the church's <laughs> speaker system. <laughs> 
and he had like cool lights and stuff. So we're gonna be throwing some dance parties and comedy shows soon, and yeah, that'll be so fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I'm super here for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we're gonna have a bed that folds down. <laughs> it's one of the plans <laughs> for as after the jazz party ends. Whoever needs, you know, because people yeah. might need to stay. You could also pitch a tent outside, but we might have some. Or pitch a tent inside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how things go. Um, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Glory Hole is finished. We did it. Woohoo. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao.